0: Hello, this is Josh Chrisman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. 2 Kings chapter 4 and verse 1. And now there cried a certain woman, the wives of the sons of the prophet, unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. Thou knowest that thou, thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take him, uh, my two sons, as bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast has thou in thy house? And she said, Thy manning have not anything in the house, save a pot of oil." And then he said, go borrow these vessels abroad, and all thy neighbors, and even the empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when they are come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee, and upon thy sons, and thou shalt pour into all those vessels. And thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him, and shut the door uh, upon her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her. And she poured out. Everybody say she poured out. Verse 6 And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she had said unto her son, Bring me yet another vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more in the oil stayed. And she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. I just want to preach to you a simple subject today: um, the oil, the oil. You may be seated. You may be seated. Um, we um, we 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 see in the scripture that this woman was in desperation. She was she was she had a great need that. For years, she was borrowing from other people just to survive, just to keep her head afloat above the water, praise God. And there came a point in time where she she had a deadline. She had, she had one moment, and she 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 could not go another day unless God were to give her a miracle and work on her behalf. I need to stop here and tell you that sometimes that's how God works here today, praise God. that we're in the boat like the disciples were and the storm was raging the the sea uh, waves were high and we were scared and in fear and frightened and the whole time jesus was on top of the storm bidding his servants bidding peter to come out of the water and sometimes god allows things to happen in our life so we can get to a particular place in god that we have to what trust in the lord because when we trust in God and we have nothing else to hold on that's when God can push us aside and he can do the miraculous here today sometimes we gotta get to the end of the road to get God to do what he does best and so he can get the glory in our lives if you believe that clap your hands and we're gonna show God that he is in control here today praise God it was it was this lady that was that was in desperation for her own children she did not want her children to be sold she did not want her family to fall apart just because of her circumstance but there was a prophet that looked upon her she did not give he did not give her the money he did not offer um, um, services from her all he asked her what was in her house. Praise God. Can I tell you that your answer to your problems and struggles are in your house here today? They're they're in what we call when we enter into our prayer closet, praise God, because every storm and trial that may come your way, your devotion to God is going to carry you through every situation that comes in front of you, praise God. Every storm that comes in your way, every doctor's report, every every financial struggle, every marriage problem, every dysfunction in your family, when it's presented before you, you know what's going to carry you through? It's when you. Abide in the true vine And them that abide in the true vine Is going to produce rivers of uh, uh, Living water They're going to they're gonna produce fruit uh, And guess what Everything around you shall be blessed uh, Because you are blessed uh, Everything that curse you shall be cursed Why? Because you're in covenant with God Here today uh, I shall not trust in horses and chariots uh, But we will trust in the name of the Lord Here today Praise God Praise God. It was this lady that was challenged and all she can say was, I have a little pot of oil. Praise God. Can I tell you that all it takes is just to have a little bit of oil and God can take that oil and he can multiply it if you were just to get the oil of what you have. It's easy to give here today when we have all kinds of money in the bank. Praise God. It's easy to, to sacrifice and come to church when you, you're on E and you, and, and you have no money in your pocket, maybe a dollar or three dollars, and, and you still make it to the house of God. But can I tell you, when you still come to the house of God, God will give to you what you can't give back. And it's the saying that we live by. I can't out-give God here today. He owns a cattle on a thousand hills here today. And all He wants us to do is to trust Him. Praise God. She went on and she gathered the oil of what she had. She had Sister Krista. She had borrowed um, already for weeks and months and years even. And she began to borrow. And God was her, challenging her to borrow yet again. I feel like it's the fishermen that were in the boat and Jesus was on the shoreline. They were fishing all day, all from morning to day. to to Don they were fishing and they did not catch not but one fish but Jesus was waving his hands on the shore and he was waving and he he said cast your nets to this area but they questioned him and said we've been casting there all day and he yet again challenged them and said just cast one more time and when they cast they had a net full of fish that was so much fish that they couldn't even bring it on the boat. Can I tell you you just need to cast one more time. You just need to pour one more time. You just need to come to church one more time. You just need to show up the Bible study one more time. You just need to pray one more time. When you fall, you need to get back up and try one more time because that one time may be the last time you ever have to struggle in your life here today. Woo. Praise God. Just cast one more time. Just pour one more time. She gathered those vessels. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I'm going to flow in the spirit. She gathered the vessels, and she began to line them up, and her children that were in desperation, come on, they weren't naive to the situation. They seen mama stress out. They seen mama struggle. They seen their mother that, that 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 was talking to herself and contemplating all the things that were going on and trying to add up the numbers and trying to, to do the conf- and make sure it made sense. And every time she tried, it didn't make sense. uh, But it made sense. Uh, It still didn't make sense when God challenged her. But can I tell you, when she began to pour out, her eyes were open. Her spiritual eyes were open to see, wow, when I take a step forward towards God, he takes two steps towards me, and that's his grace. Uh, His grace is sufficient here today. You may be weak in one area of your life, uh, but don't try in what you can do but trust in what God can do here today. Praise God. She began to pour And she began to pour. And and, and brother Danny, it's amazing how when she began to pour out that little oil from that little pot that she had, she began to pour out. She asked her own sons, where's the other vessel? And they responded, there's no more vessels. What was that telling me? She was not paying attention to the miraculous, the, the supernatural unfolding in their life. Praise God. And she asked for another one. What she did is she was, caught up in the blessing. Praise God. I feel the Holy Ghost. She was caught up in the oil. She was caught up in the glory of God. That's why when you go to prayer, your all your worries are start to fade away. All your trials and tribulations, they begin to fade away. I asked the Lord this week, I said, God, I need your, your strength in my body. And it was not but an hour later, I felt strength in my back. I felt strength in my muscles. What am I trying to tell you when you begin to try God and pour out of what you have, uh, He's gonna multiply it a hundredfold. He's gonna multiply what you have from the very beginning, and you'll be caught up in the blessing here today. Praise God. You'll be caught up in the oil, you'll be caught up in what God has for you. Praise God. First Kings chapter uh, chapter 17. We find another interesting story of Elisha, the prophet's mentor, Elijah. I know it's confusing, Elisha and Elijah getting mixed up. I gotta make sure I slow down. <laughs> I'll misquote, but in this chapter, in this book, it was Elijah that the word of the Lord came unto the prophet. In chapter 17. And after he had prophesied to King Ahab and prophesied to the house of Jezebel... Because of the wickedness of the king that the Lord spoke to the prophet and said, There would not be no rain for a couple years. There would not be not even dew on the ground. And the word of the Lord came after him and spoke to the prophet. He said, Get thee hence and turn thee eastward and hide thyself by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan. If we could throw it up on the screen. first. Uh, Kings chapter 17 and verse 3. Get thee hence and turn eastward. Hide thyself to the brook Cherith and that which is before Jordan. In verse 4 it says, And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook. I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. And he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan. Can I stop here and tell you that there was a mass drought... That created a massive famine in the land. There was people's livestock that were, were dying. There was people's crops that were drying up. That There was people, it was literally water was so expensive at that time that the cost was uh, unimaginable. What it would cost just for a cup of water. People were dying and people were suffering because there was no water for the food or for their family. But can I tell you, when Elijah began to obey God's word. God had already set up a place for him, praise God, that was a little sliver in the ground. It was a little creek in the ground of water that would begin to sustain him. Can I tell you that we should not despise small beginnings here today. We can't despise on where we're at in life and what we struggle compared to our brother and sister in church because guess what? It's just as supernatural of them having blessings and you getting day by day because guess what you are still living and breathing here today it may be a little brook in the water it may be a little cut in the ground but that water is still feeding you day after day week after week and month after month here today the bible says uh, he commanded the ravens praise god he, I feel like having Bible study here tonight. He commanded the ravens to feed him. How is it that God is so mighty and all wise and all powerful that he commanded scavengers in the midst of a famine. Think about it. He commanded birds that, that, it, that normally they would be hovering over carcasses and hovering over anything they can eat. But he went against the laws of nature here today. He went against everything that the doctors said and that and that your counselor said that you'd be crazy and you have to be on psych meds for the rest of your life you would have to be on Adderall and Xanax the rest of your life but if it wasn't for the Lord on your side if it wasn't for God that would contradict everything that was against you everything that was said against you you would not be standing here today I wonder if we could give God some praise here today and thank him that God I know it was you that sustained me in my dry season Praise God It was he commanded The scavengers to feed him He went against everything that contradicted what man thought of nature. And he was just showing you and I that you are the apple of his eye. That you are the prize and possession that he's wanted from the very beginning. He didn't die for you on the cross to live in in misery, live addicted, and and live in bondage. But he died on the cross so you and I can be what the Bible says more than conquerors through Christ That loved us. It's the love of God that's carried us through every trial in our life. It's the love of God that's carried us through every depression, every anxiety, every worry in our life. It's the love of God that you and I have to abide in here today and trust him no matter what's going on. It's the love of God. And the Bible says, and it came to pass after a while. The brook dried up. Because there had been... No rain in the land. The brook dried up. The Bible doesn't go in detail anywhere, whether that brook began to dry up day by day, or all of a sudden the prophet woke up, and there was no more water there. Can I, can I, can I go into between the lines of the scripture here today and say that it doesn't go on that Elijah, this great man, That soon would call fire from heaven Soon would be able to kill armies of men Just by spoken word He was that close with God And God had so much favor on his life. He did not choose to override what God wanted for him and put his own hands on his situation. Praise God. I think we get in trouble here today sometimes when we take our own hands, our own mind, our own wisdom, our own intellect and try to figure things out for ourselves. You see, we get in trouble when we do that because all of a sudden you'll pick up the job and pick up the overtime and and you skip one week of church out of the month and it becomes two weeks and three weeks and, and then four weeks and then you find yourself not being the house of God for more than a year. and, and In all reality, you, you you obeyed fear instead of trusting God when God said just to stay there until another word comes. You see, week by week we're just waiting and meditating on another word from God. We're just waiting because can I tell you, it just takes one word to be spoken. It just takes one faith to be to be activated for God to do the miraculous, for God to lead you down another path for God to take you where he wants you to be here today. It just takes one word. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise and get thee to Seraphath, which belongeth to Zidem, Zidim, and, and, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. Praise God. He had commanded a widow woman there to sustain him. You see, studies show that he went maybe 80 miles across a drought to go to a place where a insignificant, if I could use the term right, no, no one knows her, widow to sustain this man of God. But he obeyed anyways, and he went across the, the, the desert famine and went... And obey God, anyways. He had already planned and already had in mind that someone needed something. And the prophet needed something as well. Praise God. You see, it was the man of God's need that was leading him to a supernatural event in his life. Praise God. And we'll get there in a moment. But he travels across that desert. And he arrives, the Bible says. He arrives at the this, the city, the gates. And, and not only was this just Zarephath, but this was a place where they worship Baal. Where they there, there's Gentiles. And they were, they were worshipping false gods. It was like it was like Abraham arriving at the gates of Sodom and Gomorrah. It would, it did not resonate with the prophet of God, but he obeyed God anyways because in the midst of hell, in the midst of of, of a, a a bad situation, God was about to perform a miracle for both of them. And can I tell you that you may see something on paper in your life, you may have a bad report, you may have lost your job, but guess what? If God tells you to go somewhere. I'm there, baby. I told God a long time ago. I I said, God, I'll go where you go, want me to go. I'll do what you want me to do, and I'll say what you want me to say. It doesn't matter what the world does. I'm going to follow Christ for the rest of the days of my life. Praise God. And he went there, and he approached this woman. I can imagine him at the at at that city and not that town arriving and seeing this woman the bible doesn't describe her this way but putting in the factors that it was the famine That she was single and she had children. She probably had dirty clothes. She probably did not change her clothes for weeks. She was scrounging around, the Bible says, and and gathering sticks so just her and her boys can have one cake to eat before they died. Not only did God tell him to go so so many miles away from drinking from a brook, from being fed by animals, but to go to a drought and go to a Gentile nation. Go to a nation where they worship false gods and false doctrine. But go there and for a woman already having on her mind that I'm probably going to eat this meal and I'm probably going to die. She was in desperation, can I tell somebody. She was on her last limb. She was on her last leg. But there was a man of God that came to her and told her to bake me a cake first. Just like Elisha. With the woman with the little pot of oil. All she had was a a little pot of oil. And she began to pour out anyways. But this woman was challenged even at that time to take the cake she planned on baking and give it to God first. Can I tell you that you will be blessed when you give God your first fruits here today. When you make up in your mind before I ever start this journey with God, it doesn't matter what's in my way, what doctors report. It doesn't matter the dysfunction at the house. I'm going to be at the house of God. I'm going to take one day of the week and I'm going to be here. I'm going to take one hour of the day and I'm going to seek God. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life. You've got to choose this day whom you will serve. Can I be like Joshua? We will serve the Lord. We will obey God here today. Praise God. The Bible says she went and did according to the sayings of Elijah. She and he and her house did eat many days. before I, I, I skipped here. Let's go to verse 14 if we could put that up there. In verse 14 it says, For thus saith the Lord of God of Israel. This is the prophet speaking to that woman. The barrel of the meal shall not waste. Neither shall the cruse of oil fail. Until the day of the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. Bible goes on to say that she had a little crude, a little oil in the cruise and little uh, meal in the barrel. She just had, a few items in her pantry. She just had a few items in the kitchen. But can I tell you, if you would just trust in the oil that's God's given us, praise God. If you would trust in the Holy Ghost He gave you from the time you received it, and, and just trust the Holy Ghost and, and when He when He means to trust Him and to lean not unto your own understanding, but follow the ways of the Lord. If we would just live the scriptures of this Bible, that's when glory can come out of our lives. It's one thing to preach it and it's one thing to say it and it's one thing to be a saint and amen it but it's a whole nother thing when the trial is actually in your life when the storm is actually in your life and you have to take baby steps over the scriptures but cannot tell you he will not forsake you here today he will not leave you dry he will not leave you begging for bread but you will overflow I shall be like a a tree planted by the rivers of living water does anybody that believe that here today does anyone believe that God has got your back and he is for you and not against you that I'm going to be blessed coming in and I'm going to be blessed coming out Praise God. Why don't we lift our hands and and, and receive that word here today. I want you to lift your hands and receive that. God, I'm going to trust you today. I'm going to trust you with the little oil that I have. I'm going to trust you what I have in my pocket. I'm going to trust you what I have in my house. Because, Lord, I know the answer is in my house. You may be seated. And it was that little pot of oil that that began to... Uh, bake a cake, and they did not lack one day in the midst of the famine. Can I tell you that it took obedience for the prophet to lead him to where God wanted him, but it also took obedience from the widow to, to, to have a miracle performed in their life. Can I tell you, obedience is better than sacrifice here today. Because that prophet could have prophesied to the ground for water to keep coming out of it. That prophet could have prophesied to something and and, and make it food. Uh, uh, but and that woman could have to, could have ignored the word of the Lord. She could have ignored it and shrugged it off and say, you know what? I don't believe in this. I, I think this is just a bunch of nonsense. What are you talking about? That this this cake is going to sustain us until the drought is over. But you know what they did is they obeyed anyway, and it paid off because their obedience led them to a blessing. the Holy Ghost to tell somebody that you may be like Abraham looking at the mountain and God said sacrifice your son but come on somebody we've got to climb that Mount Moriah because there's a ram caught in the thicket on the other side and on the other side of our obedience is a blessing on the other side of obedience there's an overflow I come to tell somebody if you would just obey God God could do with your life that you never thought he could do in the beginning Praise God. Just obey God. Just trust your man of God just trust the leading and guiding of your pastor here today. Trust trust the word in the Lord. Not put your trust in the things of this world, but put your trust in the word of God. Can I tell you, it was like Jesus with with that rich, young ruler. He he had repented. He obeyed his parents. He did everything that the Lord commanded, the Bible says, from the beginning of his youth. But Jesus challenged that young man. He said, sell everything that you have. He was rich. He was wealthy. Sell it all and give it to the Poor, forsake all and follow me. He began to weep, the Bible says. He began to cry because he was a sinner having these great possessions. It was the one thing that was limiting him. And the disciples and the multitudes looked at one another. They were amazed because he said, it is easier for a camel to enter the eye of a needle than a rich man to make it into the kingdom of heaven. Can I tell you? But he goes on to say, don't be amazed because with men nothing is possible but with God all things are possible you can put your trust in overtime you can put your trust in the job you can put your trust in the judge in the court system but can I tell somebody if you will put your trust in God he will do with what you have that you never thought can happen in the beginning praise God clap your hands if you believe that here today come on if you believe that here today that God's a prayer answering God God is my healer and my deliverer. I feel the Holy Ghost here today. I know there may be 15 people in here today, but we can still have a move of God here today. There's a word for somebody. If you would just obey God and his statues and his commandments, God will be able to bless you abundantly here today. Praise God. If the music could come, if the music could come, it was just a little pot of oil. He went to the place of Zarephath. Zarephath meaning refining. He went to a place where God was grinding him to nothing. And can I tell you, if you want to be used by God here today... If you want to have that oil multiplied in your life, it's gonna take God to grind every fleshly desire out of your life. Sometimes God's gonna allow things in our lives to happen so we can be broken. And when we're broken and we come out of that brokenness, we can take our hands on broken people's lives and we can become ministers for Christ here today. You may be going through a storm on live stream. you may be going through a storm here today, but can I tell you, If you would just obey God and trust in him in all your ways and lean not unto your understanding, you're going to come out of that storm and you're going to be able to help the same people that's in the same storm you're in. It was like Peter. Peter's on that boat. It's rocking back and forth, and that's how sometimes we feel in life. If it's one thing, it's another. If it, if it rains, it pours. And we're, we're, we're just, it's one thing and he's rocking. And he just hears God bid him to come outside of that boat. Do you hear it today? Do you hear God speaking you, to you today? He speaks to your spirit. And he's telling you to trust him. And it was Peter that walked outside of that boat. And his foot did not sink. Praise God. His foot did not sink. Mind you, it was a storm. It wasn't 9 p.m. The water was calm. It was a storm. people. And he's walking on the storm. And like most of us, he takes his eyes off of Jesus. Praise God. And his eyes go on the storm. Come to tell you, Just keep your eyes on Jesus here today. Just keep your eyes on what he has promised you. Praise God. You see, Abraham doubted God and lied before people and laughed at God, but God was still faithful to him. That's why the Bible says God is a long-suffering Lord. He, he will be very patient with us. We may fall 100-plus times, but if you would just get back up again and try again, God would be able to bless you, and your promise in God will be fulfilled. But it was Peter that took his eyes off of Jesus his eyes off of Jesus and he began to sink but God did not leave him to drown God took his hand and grabbed him and picked him up on top of that storm but can I tell you that just because God saves you doesn't mean he wants you to be a pew sitter or do nothing for him When God had in mind the salvation, he wanted to transform our lives to the point where we become servants in his kingdom. And we do not just sit week by week and be fed and get spiritually fat, but we take that word and we give it to somebody that's in need in the community of Cambridge. We take that word and we give it to a coworker. We take that word and give it to a hurting spouse. We take that word and we do something with it here today. And it was Peter and John in the book. Of Acts, and I believe this, I really do. He looked at the lame man, the lame man at the gate called Beautiful, and that man was sitting there. And he said, "Silver, gold, have I none? But in the name of Jesus, arise and walk it." And when he did, I can imagine taking his right hand and giving it to that man. It was the same hand that the Lord gave him when he was drowning in a storm. And can I tell you, it's the same hand that you struggle with that's going to lay hands on. The sick and they shall recover here today. Praise God if we could stand. Trust in the Lord. Brother Danny, I remember times where I was a little boy, we struggled so much growing up with money in the house. I remember my daddy used to go to the store and have to borrow money, he would have to borrow money from the store and then earn interest to pay more money. It was just a revolving door of destruction. I mean, I, for my 16th birthday party, all I got was a bank account. That's all I got, open bank account with some money, and that's about it. I can't remember how much money you had to have so much money to put in it to open it that's all i got for my 16th birthday party i mean that's just tell a little we struggle with finances we struggle but i remember as a little boy not knowing the circumstance i would run outside and play with the neighborhood kids and i come in when it was time to come home many times well i would walk in the house. It was during winter when I had my puppy coat on. It would be during summer. I just had a T-shirt on, whatever it was. There's many times at 6 or 7 o'clock at night when it was getting dark that my mom was washing dishes. And when she was washing dishes, she was crying, Brother Charlie. She began to cry and speak in tongues. She, She began to cry. And pour out like that widow woman. She began to cry and and let the Holy Ghost minister to her. Why? Because not only is the Holy Ghost give us power to be witnesses, but the Bible says, and Jesus said, it shall be a comforter to you and I here today. It's that little oil that you have that's gonna sustain you through every trial and every tribulation and every struggle and storm in your life. I hope I made it plain here today, but you just gotta put your trust in the oil that God's given you here today. You gotta put your trust in in the little experience or the big experience that you have in God. you may It may be your first Sunday here today, but can I tell you, God wants to endow us with His anointing because His anointing will break the yokes of those around us. It will shred and destroy every trial that's in front of us here today. Praise God. Just trust in the oil. Trust I feel the Holy Ghost here today. I don't know how you guys do it here today. We could social distance. If you feel comfortable to pray at the altar, that's fine. If you feel comfortable to pray, you your I do respect that. Um, I wonder if we could lift our hands, and we're going to pray. I really want you to seek God here today. God wants to help somebody here today. I just want you to close your eyes and begin to talk to the Lord. You talk to the Lord just like I'm talking to you here today. Just begin to open your heart out to God here today. God, I'm going to trust you with the oil that I have. I'm going to I'm going to obey you, and I'm going to follow you with what I have. God, I will forsake all for to follow you because, God, I was a nobody without you. I was lost and undone without you. And, God, God forbid if I were to turn my way and do things my own way and not trust in what you have for my life. Come on, saints. I want you to lift your voice in the Holy Ghost. I need some woman in God to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. I need my intercessors to cry out to God right now. Lord, we're going to put our trust in you here today. I reach my- God's getting to a place in Him where you die out to your wants. Come on, I need you to die out to your needs and your ambitions here today. And I need you to put your hands in the oil. I need you to put your hands in the oil here today. We need to cry out to God. God wants to have a visitation in this house tonight. But we've got to put in what we have already.